0: week so far and this week I want to talk about respect. Specifically respecting someone's path on their journey. What inspired this episode is something I've noticed that can be extremely harmful although the intention behind it is usually pure and love induced and I will start off by saying and admitting as always that I'm also 100% guilty of doing this and I've had it done to me as well and what that is is pressuring people into your calling at your pace I will first start off by admitting how I've done it most recently um, so I offer different courses and things of that nature and link in bio by the way or Lincoln show notes can you imagine i said lincoln bio ugh anyway um, so i offer coaching and things of that nature and part of my giving back of my gifting is offering free sessions and sometimes free packages as i discern and it's usually a certain amount so i was getting to know someone recently and well, not even getting to know, catching up with somebody. And when they let me know about how things have been going for them, I offered them a free coaching. And they were like, no. (laughs) Like, straight up, thanks for that, but nah. And I was like, "Er, okay. (laughs) Like, I was, if I'm being honest, I was offended because it was like, you said you want change, you need change, and I just offered it to you. So who are you not to accept it? And I had to step back outside of my ego, outside of my self righteousness, and really think why why was that a piss off to me and <laughs> And I realized that it was because I cared for this person, I wanted better for them as they also wanted, but I was trying to dictate how that better should be brought about to them. And they respectfully declined and it was the exact wake wake up call I needed, which literally brought me here to report back, tell on myself and hopefully help you guys if you ever find yourself in this place. So when you get the push for different or better in your personal life, The actions that you take concerning that and the results that you get out of it are strictly yours. And what this means is that you're on the journey. You got the calling. You got the push. You felt uncomfortable with how things were for you and you decided to do something about that for you. And it worked for you because it was for, say it with me class, You, right? That doesn't mean that others won't be touched by your story, of course, you know. Others will be touched by your story. Your story might be that catalyst that moves someone into better. They might be impacted by your story in a way that they never even thought possible. And they might even be inspired by your growth and by your journey. But it's not your place. It's not your job to force them to be. And this can suck. (laughs) Like (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. It can suck when, when you've seen the changes that have happened in your life based on some decisions that you finally decided to make, things you decided to start, things you decided to stop. And you know firsthand what difference it's made for you. And you try and help somebody else get to that place and they don't want to. So like we find enlightenment, which is beautiful. It's necessary. It's a part of life's process. It's one of the greatest experiences, right? Like I talk about it all the time. My rock bottom moments that really catapulted me when I hit rock bottom and I said, well, these things outside of myself have been our L's and I am personally going to not make my life be an L. And it was that ego and that drive and that self-determination not to become somebody who does nothing and have people say, well, it's been a tough one. Like that would have crushed me. That allowed me to get to where I am. Right. So I found this enlightenment and we find enlightenment, enlightenment English. We find breakthrough, we find peace. And in exchange, we often extinguish the memory of all the time we spent in the dark. (laughs) So we get to this place of I've made it to the other side, I'm good, I'm happy, like I'm flourishing, I'm manifesting, I'm working hard, I'm seeing the fruit. And we forget about all the time we spent in the dark. We forget about the times that we struggled and people tried to talk to us and we weren't even willing to listen. We were so headstrong, we were so stuck, we were so confused. What was a light? We didn't know because it didn't exist. What was peace? We ne- we've never heard of her, never met her before in our lives. And we forget about this time because we're now in the good place, you know? And what makes it worse and something that we don't necessarily realize that we're doing in the process of forgetting our past is that we condemn others who aren't there yet. We condemn those people who aren't enlightened yet. We condemn those people who are, who haven't figured it out yet, who are still baby stepping. We, we look at them as if they're less than because we have gotten to a place where people who didn't know us from the past wouldn't know our dark stories or our dark histories. And that's not a good thing. And before I go further, the word condemn might come off strong. But when you're trying to impose your calling onto somebody at a pace that doesn't belong to them, at a time that doesn't belong to them, you are condemning their current situation, whether you look at it like that or not. If you're trying to force someone out of something, there is an implication that what they're in isn't worthy or isn't good. And that can be a lot for that person who probably already kind of knows that but isn't ready and is on their own unique journey to have you say, trust me, I used to be like you, but I'm better now. Like, that's you saying I used to be a bad person like you, but I'm better now. Because if you're better, then there's the implication that you were worse, right? You wouldn't be better than better. You'd only be better than worse, right? So um, there cannot be enlightenment without ignorance to get to the place in your journey where you are where things are so much better there had to have been a worst as I just said right you do not become enlightened without you you get enlightened from an ignorance right so that means that there had to have been a place of ignorance there can't be an appreciation of light without having experienced darkness The light that you're feeling, that you feel so good about, that you're happy about, the reason why it's shining so brightly on you, the reason why you're feeling it in the way you are and appreciating it is because you know what darkness feels like, right? If we've always been in the light, the light is the bottom, right? Like that becomes your baseline. And if it's your baseline, it's nothing special. And if it's nothing special, you wouldn't pull anybody towards it because it just is, you know, and everybody experiences it. So the reason why you're enlightenment, the reason why your light is so bright is because you've experienced that ignorance, you've experienced that darkness, and now you're seeing the opposite of it. And that opposite is only as good as it is because of what you've experienced. And with that being said, it's so important to let people take their path and give them the grace that you received when you were on yours. Let me repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Let people take their path and give them the grace you received when you were on yours. You did receive grace, whether you see it or not, whether you can admit it or not. You, wherever you are now, 10 years ago, five years ago, maybe even five months ago, you weren't there. And there were people around you who saw where you were, who maybe thought, nah, this isn't where they should be. But they let you figure that out. And now that you figure that out and you're in that better place, let people do the same thing for themselves. Do not rush people. Do not force people because there's no point. And with that being said, that you've received the grace, like to give the grace that you received when you were on your path, you're still on another path right now. Where you are today, where you feel so good, where there's clarity, You will look back five months from now, five years from now, and you'll be further along than you are. And you'll look back at this moment and you'll say, whoa, I thought I was enlightened. (laughs) I was still in darkness because it is a constant, constant journey. We never, we never arrive. We simply get, get somewhere, get what we need from it and prepare for our next destination over and over and over until our journey is done and we are called home you know so be kind to people that's what I, I think that's what I'm really here to say be kind to people and let people take their path on their time for their journey as you did give people their time. And sometimes it's hard to watch. I'm not going to sit here and deny that, right? It's, it's frustrating. Just like the episode we discussed frustration, right? A lack of control or a fear where you are seeing where they are. You remember you being maybe somewhere close to that or similar to that. And you knew where you were headed towards if you didn't make a change. And because of that love and wanting better for somebody, you now have that fear of them heading towards that direction that you once were on before grace pulled you out and now you're frustrated that you can't force them out because you're scared for them and that's not your place like support people in love and kindness do not impose because sometimes hearing the truth even though it's the truth at a time we're not ready can put up defense mechanisms that will make it even harder for us to absorb it because sometimes there are some hard truths that we are not even able to come to terms with yet within ourselves and when somebody else tells us the ego kicks in and we get so defensive because we're not ready and part of that ego makes us not want to change because to change and have that person notice is to admit you were wrong And if you're not yet ready to admit that you're wrong, you'll resist that change just so you don't have to. Which means that what you're trying to do to to help someone can actually end up hurting them and prolonging their journey. There are things that they need to learn and understand that you can't see or understand because it's not your place. When you try to pull someone on a journey to take your path to the direction that they want, you are discounting and discrediting the fact that there are specific things unique to them that you will never know. And it, that's because it's just not your place to know. And what your place is, is to be patient with them and be a support for when they decide to call on you. Don't impose yourself on them because those things, those lessons that they need to learn, if you act as a crutch, they're not going to receive the progress that they should because you're not allowing them to walk the path in the way that they are meant to for their journey. Your calling can be a burden to others. And that's something that I recently realized as well. My calling is mine. It was given to me. Therefore, I am equipped to carry the burden and the load of it because it's mine. But if I take that calling and I impose it on somebody else who it does not belong to and try to make them carry the load in the way that I did when they aren't necessarily built for that, it becomes an unbearable burden for them. Whereas it was the exact way I needed to propel me to where I'm meant to be, right? So focus on yourself. Focus on your path and focus on your journey. Focus on your growth. And let your life, the life you're living, the one that is beautiful, the one that is inspiring, let that and the actions within it resonate and call people in with love. I don't, besides that time I recently told you guys about that, I really got enlightened. (laughs) and really got lovingly checked that I don't need your stuff. Go away. Um, I don't really push people anymore i tell these stories i post these testimonies online i share what i'm doing i share the opportunities that i've um that have come my way and the things that i've accomplished and i share the path and should somebody decide that hmm, i like the way she does her stuff i want to learn more about it then they come to me I do not have to impose it. I just need to continue to live my calling. And your calling has an echo and it resonates outside of you. You don't even need to yell. As long as you're doing what you're meant to be doing, your calling will continue to echo outside of you. And that echo will call in the people who it needs to call in. And sometimes it just calls them in to watch you. They don't even need to come and have a conversation with you because that's not what it's doing. It resonates with their spirit and they continue to watch you and learn, right? I'm sure many of you guys have mentors that you've never even seen before. People that you will probably never meet, but their life calls you in and you read their biography and you watch them speak and you watch them perform and That is enough of a direction to activate that thing in you that needs to be activated. So have faith in your calling that it's speaking for you and that you don't need to impose it or burden it or overbear it on anybody because we're all on our unique journeys and no one knows the path that we're meant to take, even when it's out of love. So yeah, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Please share this podcast with your friends. I'm trying to go global and international. (laughs) Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.